Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of In The Sheets. Today's episode is going to be a bit juicy, and we are going to be talking about a topic that I am extremely passionate about, which is overcoming internalized misogyny. So what is internalized misogyny? Misogyny itself is the hatred of contempt for and prejudice against women or girls. And women who experience internalized misogyny may express it through minimizing the value of women, mistrusting women and believing gender bias in favor of men. So that is a very, very interesting definition. That is the one from Google. So in my experience, internalized misogyny is when women themselves are sexist to other women and, you know, have a lot of bias or have a lot of judgment and have a lot of shame perpetuated towards other women just because of their own sort of subconscious conditioning from society and from an early age or from other people in their lives. But they're basically perpetuating that hatred, that judgment, that all of that kind of shame and negativity towards other women who they deem to be doing the wrong thing. And it is a very, very damaging thing to be doing. And I certainly have my fair share of experience of doing this my entire life, especially the way that we have been raised in the society. And I was not even aware of the things that I was doing and how sexist they really were and how damaging they were to my own gender until recently. And I started picking myself up on it. And that is why I wanted to create this episode because I want to just highlight a few things that I myself have experienced and things that I have started to shift and change in my thought patterns and my beliefs and thinking and hopefully help you guys kind of overcome any internalized misogyny that you may still have lingering around. So first up, I'm kind of going to go through some of the main examples of internalized misogyny that I myself have experienced. Now, because I am in the uh, sex worker industry by doing OnlyFans, I have an Instagram account where I post a lot of bikini photos. I do nude modeling. I also have a very curvy body shape. I have big boobs and a big bum. I have definitely experienced a lot of misogyny and I've experienced a lot of internalized misogyny from other women. And this isn't to say that I've never done it myself. Now, I have done these things myself as well in the past. So to just give you guys some context on these things, I'm going to be sharing with you what they are, the experiences that I've gone through and the things that I myself have done. And then I will be going into how I overcame that personally and then how you can overcome that. Some of the earliest examples I remember of internalized misogyny was just gossiping. So just... Whenever I'd be around groups of women or, you know, um, in my family or some certain family members, if it was a bunch of us like women together, the things that we would be talking about would be gossiping. We'd be gossiping about celebrities. We'd be talking about female celebrities, weight, their appearance. We would be talking about other women we knew and how, what bitches they were or some bitchy thing that they did. There was just be a lot of gossiping. And that is one of the earliest examples I have of internalized misogyny because we were just putting so much judgment on women that we, one, didn't even know or women that were supposed to be friends with us. There was so much judgment, so much hatred and just so much bitching behind their backs. And that was something that was normal to me. I just thought that was a normal part of being a woman. I just thought that women gossiped. And it's I'm here to tell you that that is not a normal thing to be doing. And a lot of the time gossiping just comes from people's own insecurities and own jealousy and judgments and things like that. So gossiping is a really, really big example. It's a very small thing, but over time that builds up to a lot and a lot of just judgments and shame and putting all of these negative opinions onto other women who really don't deserve it. One of the biggest examples of internalized misogyny that I personally have experienced is when it comes to slut shaming. So I can give you countless examples of this, you know, women perpetuating those gender stereotypes that we get from society about, you know, that men having sex is completely normal. And then when women have sex, they're sluts. I experienced this firsthand when I lost my virginity. I talked about this in my sluts podcast, but you know, 
it wasn't just the men congratulating my partner for losing his virginity and then calling me a slut for losing mine. It was other women who were doing it too. They were feeding into this narrative that we were told from society and from men in our lives that, you know, I was a slut because I was having sex, but God forbid, no, my partner wasn't a slut. He was the man because he was getting laid. It was other women who helped push that narrative on me and made me feel even more shit about myself at the time. A lot of the time it came from women themselves. Another big example of the slut shaming, especially in my experience, was from when I started OnlyFans. There are so many women out there who are so judgmental of women who do OnlyFans, women who are taking control of their bodies and doing what feels best for them and making money in the way that they see fit. You know, I look at comment sections on Facebook for some products and things like that, or, you know, there'll be some article about a celebrity doing OnlyFans or something. And majority of the comments are from women. And I will admit majority middle-aged women, but the judgment is just insane. Like, the amount of bitchiness and the snide comments and the name calling and the, you know, calling them a slut, calling them a whore, saying that they're not worthy, all of these sorts of things. And it's all coming from women. And this is all in another example of internalized, internalized misogyny. We've been taught from such a young age that women are sluts if they show off their body. Women are sluts if they talk about sex, etc. And the biggest perpetuators of this stereotype are women because we feed into this narrative because it makes us feel better about ourselves. If we're feeling insecure or we're feeling jealous, we'll just call them a slut. And then we don't feel as bad about ourselves, you know, because we are jealous of this woman taking full ownership of her body. We are the biggest people that feed into these narratives and we are the ones pushing these narratives further. And you see that in these comment sections on Facebook, especially of all these middle-aged women just bitching and complaining and saying the meanest things about these women behind their backs or just on social media online. And I find it really appalling for one because I just think, what a sad thing to be doing about someone. But I have experienced this firsthand when I started my OnlyFans. You know, I would have women in my comment sections calling me a slut. I would have messages from girls like saying that I had no re- no self-respect, like these messages from people that I have never even met in my life telling me that I had no self-respect, telling, telling me that they knew better about my own body and my own respect for myself than I did simply because I did OnlyFans and simply because I chose to show off my body. Now, that in itself is just a really, really big example of internalized misogyny and how damaging it can be because this is just continuously creating that war like women against each other you know for so long it's always been like women are pitted against each other we are told to compete for attention where where we have to compete for the attention of men we have to compete to be the best looking to be the most intelligent person in the room we're always just kind of put against each other we're never told to be each other's supporters or sisters and when push comes to shove when we are feeling insecure and we're feeling jealous we will often put other women under the bus to make ourselves look better. I had a friend who used to do this when I was in high high school and when I finished high school. A lot of it came from her own insecurities and her own jealousy, but she was a really, really big example of someone who had a lot of internalized misogyny. You know, we would be at parties and she would be insecure that, you know, I was getting attention from a boy and she wasn't or that my other friend was getting attention and she wasn't. So she would purposely start saying mean things about us or, you know, putting us down, being like, oh, they're not that attractive or like saying, telling really shitty stories about us, trying to make herself look better than us because she wanted the attention that we were getting. So she would continuously put us down to put herself up. She was punishing us for just existing and she was 
competing against her fellow sisters for attention, for male validation. And that in itself is one of the biggest things that I've noticed when it comes to women who portray and experience a lot of internalized misogyny. A lot of the time they feel like they're in competition with other women. So they're trying to do everything that they can to make the other women look bad and to make themselves look better. And that often stems in a lot of misogynistic traits and a lot of misogynistic judgments. Another great example of some internalized misogyny is the way that society and women treat mums and especially new mums. So I'm sure you see it all the time. You know, if a man is out with his baby or something, he's, he's doing the groceries. Everyone's like, oh, what a good dad. Oh, isn't he the best husband? He's so sweet. And he's literally out there doing the bare minimum. But you see a mum out there with her newborn and she's trying to do the grocery shopping and you, you'll have so many women thinking in their heads and a lot of men as well, because this is just what society's taught us to do, thinking that, you know, she's not doing enough. Oh, she doesn't look that great. Oh, she looks stressed. Look at her out here taking time away from the baby. There's just a lot of judgments on new mums versus for new dads. And that also comes in in the way that we expect new mums to bounce back with their bodies straight away after having a baby or God forbid they let themselves go after having a baby or during the pregnancy and they're tired and they've put on a little bit of weight. We as a society scrutinize that. We hate that. We punish them for it, but we celebrate the dad bods. That's one of the biggest things that I've found recently is that when, when men have kids and they, you know, they get the dad bod, we, we celebrate that. We think that's great, even though they did nothing to have the baby, but you get a mom who goes through nine months of, of um, pregnancy, goes through labor, has no sleep, a sleep provided breastfeeding, doing all of this work to look after this baby. And she lets herself go where she puts on a little bit of weight and people are automatically like, why haven't you bounced back yet? Oh, you look a bit big. Just all of these judgments. And it's only put on the women. It's never put on the men. And majority of these expectations that we have on these women come from other women. And it's a lot of mum shaming and a lot of judgment of mums. So that's another really big example of internalized misogyny that I personally have found with friends of mine who have had children. And just after seeing comments on social media and just the way mums in general are treated in comparison to the dads of the child. The last thing I want to use in as an example is one of my own personal experiences of me showing internalized misogyny. Now, when I was 18, sort of 19, this was way before I started doing the modeling and before I got into OnlyFans. I had a lot of internalized misogyny and a lot of judgment for sex workers. And this came from things that were drilled into me as a child and the way that I heard men speak about them. But I used to think strippers, for example, or escorts or things like that, I thought they were such sluts. I thought they were dirty. I thought they were disgusting. I couldn't believe that people wanted to be around them. And this makes me cringe to admit it now. But that was what my beliefs used to be. I would be so judgmental. I would hear men talking about going to the strip club and I would automatically get insecure because they were giving their attention to the strippers and not me. So I would have to shit on the strippers. I would find ways to make them look bad so that the men would think I would be better. So I was like, oh, they're so dirty and disgusting. I can't believe they do that. Like they're so money hungry. Oh, they just want attention. Those are the beliefs that I used to have around strippers. And that all stemmed from insecurity. And that all stemmed from things that I had been fed from the media, from my family, from a young age, that women showing off their bodies was a bad thing and that they weren't deserving of respect. And this was something that I myself had to do a lot of work in to overcome, but I still see this all the time. And it's one of the biggest examples of internalized misogyny that women portray. And it's one of the biggest things that I kind of want to start chatting about now with how we overcome this. So as I've mentioned, 
a lot of internalized misogyny comes from a place of insecurity or a place of jealousy, or it just comes from a subconscious part of our minds that's just been conditioned by our sexist society. So when overcoming internalized misogyny, it's going to take a lot of inner work and a lot of self-reflection to do that. One of the biggest things that I found really helped me was just being exposed to more types of women more and more types of media and to start branching out on my perspective and opinions on different topics. So I, as I said, I started getting into modeling. So obviously I started following more strippers, women who were in the sex industry because they did a lot of photo shoots. And by starting to expose myself to more women in those industries and to their accounts and seeing the things that they would share and the posts that they would have and their opinions of themselves, it started to influence the way that I saw them. And I was like, why do I have so much judgment on these women where they're actually really intelligent people? They're really great, normal girls. And just being exposed to more types of things and media that I would never have normally exposed myself to previously, it opened up my mind and it opened up my perspective to different beliefs and different opinions about certain things. So exposure is a really, really good way to start overcoming these subconscious beliefs because you start to kind of change your opinion as you get new information. And I think that's really important to constantly be evolving your opinion and to constantly be learning and taking in that new information because if you're not growing and changing, then you're just staying narrow-minded. Alongside this, I think further education is important. So following a lot of uh, feminist icons and people who talk openly about women's rights and overcoming misogyny and sexism in the um, in our current society and in the media and even learning um, through books and other resources like podcasts, just following women who kind of speak up for these types of things. And it's kind of why I started this podcast in the first place, just to kind of share this information and just to kind of scratch your brains to think, oh, do I do this myself? So that's where it started for me as I started listening to other podcasts. I started reading books about this because I knew that I had these beliefs and I wanted to start overcoming them. So I would expose myself to all of this new information so that it could start to change my perspective. Another really important thing that I started doing was just kind of like snapping myself out of it in the moment. So if I felt any internalized misogyny or if I was judging a woman and I and I knew that was what it was, if I could pull myself up on that in the moment and change my thought pattern, that really, really helped me. So for an example, in the past, if I saw a really hot girl on Instagram, just say she had bigger boobs than me or she had a better body, things like that, I would automatically kind of hate her. I would be jealous and I wouldn't like her. And I started doing this thing where if I caught myself doing that, I would be like, well, what? why don't I like her? She hasn't done anything to me. It's because of my own jealousy and my own insecurity that I don't like her. So in the moment, I would actively choose to like her instead of hate her. So instead of feeling those negative feelings about her, when I saw her photo, I would go to her profile and be like, you know what? I like this girl. She's awesome. She's so hot. I want to be her friend. I would kind of treat it like that attitude, changing it from I hate this girl to I like this girl and I want to be her friend and doing that in the moment. It was just like this light bulb. It would just automatically change. Like I have a couple of examples of women who I follow on social media currently who are influencers who I am the biggest fans of and I adore them and I want to collab with them and do all the types of content and I just really love their posts and I'm their biggest hype girl, but it wasn't always like that. Plenty of the women that I currently follow on social media When I first started following them, I was super jealous. I was insanely insecure and I used to just judge them um, when I followed them and would make myself feel better by judging them, being like, oh, maybe she's had work done or, oh, you know, she looks a bit fat in this photo, little things like that. But 
as I started doing this, I just made that decision in my mind. I'm like, I am not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to feed into these shitty sexist narratives that I've been taught to make myself feel better. I have to do the work and I have to recognize that this isn't this girl that's done anything to me. This is my own problem. This is my own insecurity. I'm actively choosing in this moment to like this girl. And from then on, I haven't had any problems with feeling jealous or insecure when they pop up on my feed. I'm like, yes, queen, get it. I love their posts. I'm their biggest hype woman. And that all came from just catching myself in the moment and making that decision to actively change from feeling negative and hating them to liking them. It's really as simple as that. And yes, it's going to take a lot of practice and a lot of work. And you're not going to recognize all the times that you have these internalized misogynistic thoughts in your head. But the more you start to pick yourself up on it, the more you start to do this, the more you start to change your narrative and the way that you view these people, the easier it becomes. And now it's very, very easy for me to just see a new person come up on my feed. And instead of feeling jealous or hating on her, I'm like, yeah, get it. I love her. It's, it's literally second nature for me now because I have actively done it so many times. So in saying that, with all of these things that I have said, the biggest thing that it comes down to with internalized misogyny is your own thoughts and your own opinions and your own sort of insecurities or jealousy. Because at the at the end of the day, yes, a lot of this is socially conditioned in us, but the only reason that we believe it and we continue to feed into it is because of our own insecurities and our own jealous our own jealousies and our own negative feelings about ourselves. So we're just trying to make ourselves feel better and to put someone else down in the process by doing that. But if you start to work on your own insecurities and your own jealousy around people, you don't need to put other people down in order to make yourself feel better. You can make yourself feel better yourself because you start to have more self-love and more worth for yourself. So when this internalized misogyny comes up, when this judgment of women comes up to say, you know, you're on a walk and you walk past a girl with big boobs and they're bouncing or whatever. And you, your first thought is to judge her for having her boobs out. When those thoughts come up, start to recognize where they're coming from. Is that coming from a place because you don't want to see her big boobs? Or is that coming from a place because you feel insecure that you don't have them? Is that coming from a place where you feel jealous that she's confident enough to walk out there like that and be comfortable in her own skin? When you can start recognizing where these negative feelings and these judgments come from, it makes it a lot easier to begin working on them and fixing the root cause of the problem, which a lot of the time is just stuff that you have to work on yourself. For me, a lot of it came down to the fact that I didn't have any self-love for myself and I was desperately wanting that attention from men and that validation from men to feel good about myself. So therefore, when they would put their attention on other women, it made me feel even more secure and made me feel like I had to compete for their attention. So I would then automatically hate that woman and put all of these judgments on them to make myself feel better so that I wasn't feeling so insecure. Once I figured that out, I was like, oh, okay, I need to work on my self-love. I need to work on my own insecurities. And I started working on them. You know, I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago about, you know, 10 daily steps to improve your self-love and self-confidence. Those are the things that I started doing. So if this applies to you, I really recommend you listen to that podcast because it really, really does help. But at the end of the day, it comes down to recognizing where these negative feelings are come from and if they're coming from yourself and your own insecurities rather than the person that you're judging. I think it's really important that we as women start to fix these narratives and to change these beliefs that we have, especially considering they've been so subconsciously put into our minds from such a young age and from generations of women older than us. It's really kind of up to us now to break this cycle so that we don't continuously push this down and that it doesn't just keep repeating itself over and over again with each generation that comes in. 
I believe it's really important that we start to nip it in the bud now because women have been punished for so long for just simply existing and doing things that they want to do that makes them happy. And for so long, we just keep putting these judgments on them. We keep shaming them. We keep telling them that they aren't worthy of respect for doing literally things that just make them happy. And once we as a as women can come together, I believe that we can really start making a huge difference in the way that we see each other rather than seeing women as competitors. We can see each other as sisters to like women that we want to support women. We want to lift each other up. We want to evolve and make each other better together as a sisterhood, as a community. And a lot of this starts by getting rid of that internalized misogyny and overcoming that is such a liberating feeling because it's so freeing because you just feel so much more confident in yourself and you are so happy to see other women thriving and being successful. And that is the type of narrative I want to teach our future generations that they should love their sisters. They should want to support them and see them succeed as well. And that another woman's success or another woman's beauty doesn't take away from your own. We are all in this together and we share this as sisters. And that's a really, really important sort of lesson that I really want to drill into the next generation, but it can only happen if we as women work together to fix all of these shitty beliefs that we've been taught over the years. And we really have an amazing opportunity now because we have so many resources like podcasts, like books, like social media to start making an influence and to start changing the way we see things and the way that we see women and start fixing our own shit, like start working on our own problems, start working on our own insecurities and our own jealousy so that we're not constantly throwing it at other people and blaming other people for our problems or punishing other women, especially for our own insecurities and our own shit that we haven't worked on. So it's a really, really exciting time. And I'm really excited to share this information with you all because I know a lot of people, including myself, still struggle with it and still do it. And the way that we're going to fix this is by working together as women, as sisters. So I hope you all got some value out of this podcast. I'd love some feedback as always. So always feel free to message me on Instagram. And speaking of sisterhood and women and community, I've actually started um, an online Facebook community group for women, just where we can have a big uh, community of women who hype each other up. You know, there'll be minds, there's mindset um, things being posted, resources of books. Um, I basically just do a lot of posts about a lot of this, overcoming internalized misogyny, how to become um, more embodied in your feminine, you know, feeling more connected as sisters and kind of just bringing that sisterhood community of hype women together. So if that is something that you are interested in, I have the link on my Instagram page where you can go and join my Facebook community group. It's amazing so far. I'm almost at 400 members and I'm so, so grateful for every single beautiful woman who has decided to become a member. And it makes me really excited because I get to share this type of information with everyone and start to make a difference for you women and help you guys become more confident and really step into your feminine and step into your own skin and be comfortable and confident and feel beautiful and loved in a really supportive, safe space. So that is another resource that is available for you guys. So again, if you want to join this community group, you can just go to the link in my Instagram bio. I would love to have you there, but that is it for today's episode. And I really hope you guys loved this one and I will see you in the next one.